Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You're listening to Underground USA. Having just celebrated Mother's Day in the United States, it's only fitting, and perhaps a wake-up call to turn our eyes back to the realities of the world, and the news that the Afghan Taliban have come full circle in their return to inflicting Sharia law on the people of Afghanistan. No other demographic illustrates the cruelty of this type of rule of law, if you can call it that, than the women of this war-battered country. Just this past Saturday, the head of the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan and the local Taliban leader decreed that all women in Afghanistan must be covered head to toe in reinstating the requirement that women wear full burqas in public. The Taliban said that the chief related male relative would be visited by authorities and could be imprisoned or terminated from government jobs if she refused to comply with the order. To understate the obvious, the treatment of women in the fundamentalist Islamo-fascist culture is nothing short of barbaric. They are relegated to the status of possessions. They are quite to the contrary of what the Western race-baiting reparations advocates identify as, they are true slaves in the world today. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. Here's this morning's segment on Talk Back with Chuck Wilder as broadcast on CRN Digital Talk Radio. Let me tell you about my guest, the one and only Frank Savato, S-A-L-V-A-T-O. He is the host of the Underground USA podcast, heard everywhere podcasts are heard. He is the author of six monographs examining political and ideological threats facing our country. And he can be heard twice weekly on the Captain's America Third Watch, syndicated nationally on the Salem and Genesis Communication affiliate stations. By the way, his website undergroundusa.com that's undergroundusa.com drum row there with a the tongue frank savato how are you i gotta tell you isn't it funny uh i, I had the thing the the saying you know the thing that oh what is it you know the thing uh anyway uh history repeats itself that's what it was yeah. this excellent report and a disturbing report listener is entitled the new and inclusive Taliban comes full Sharia law circle after Biden's Afghan withdrawal. Man, I mean, just when you thought things were going good, all of a sudden there's a bump in the road, and uh, our current president caused that bump. And unfortunately for a hell of a lot of women in Afghanistan. Disturbing report, Frank, but, it you know, people need to know about this. Um uh, and I think a lot of people would say, well, what about all those uh, people that that Biden brought to the United States from Afghanistan? Is this going to do anything? 
And normally you'd say, no, no, they're, you know, they're glad to get away from it. But then again, you've got certain people in Congress that still kind of think Sharia law is a wonderful thing. So uh, what's, your, what's your take on that? You know what? We probably should just get into the whole thing and, and let them know uh, the problem over there right now the, has returned to the women in Afghanistan, all women, yes. Yeah, it's, uh, they've regressed. All of the advances that they've made over 20 years from since yeah. 9-11 have been washed away. And uh, yeah. they've returned to this totalitarian, um, Islamo-fascist rule under the Taliban where women are, are um, ordered to wear burqas. That's a head-to-toe covering where, with only the eyes visible and sometimes even through a mesh veil to anybody who sees them. Uh, they're being told not to leave their house if they don't have to, if they go to a market or they go uh, anywhere beyond the immediate proximity of their house. They have to be accompanied by a related male. Uh, they're forbidden to travel. Uh, school for them is forbidden over the sixth grade. They've returned to the days of the oppression of the Taliban. And if you recall, during those days when the Taliban ruled Afghanistan, they had no problem harboring uh, Osama bin Laden and uh, the al-Qaeda training camps prior to 9-11. So the promises that the Taliban made prior to enduring our withdrawal, our, our poorly executed, inept, and premature withdrawal from that country, uh, were just a bunch of bald-faced lies. And this leads to, you know, we've talked about this before over the years, Chuck. This was an exercise in Al-Takiyah, which is uh, devout Muslims are, are uh, absolved of their sin of lying if it advances the cause of Islam. That's exactly what this is. Let's see. You have a quote here. Uh, the all-male ministry replaced Afghan's ministry of women's affairs last year after the Taliban regained control of the nation. Quote, we want our sisters to live with dignity and safety. Uh, this was the acting director of the ministry. Uh, dignity and safety. Maybe safety might, you know, work, but dignity, wow. Uh, well, and when this we get is, into this, yeah, go, go ahead. This is, dig this is dignity through the eyes of Sharia law. This is dignity through the, the oppressive male eye over there. You know, he continues on in that statement to say Islamic principles and Islamic uh -huh. ideology are more important to us than anything else. Yeah. And, and in, that, in that ideology, uh, the women are possessions. So you can see the duplicity in the way that they're using their words when they approach the West. We want them to have dignity and safety, but that's defined by Sharia law, so you will be covered. Your, your, your husband will own you. Your, your eldest male will, you know, any male in your family will be able to beat you if you don't act correctly because that's for your dignity. It's also you know, like in the pecking order. It's uh, the male, but I, I'm thinking the male, M-A-L-E, uh, could be seven or eight years old, right, and still have the authority because if you're a male, no matter what your age is, you know, your mother, uh-uh, you're way above her, but just the fact that you're a male. That's correct. Under Quranic law, a female is worth half that of a man, and man is not delineated by any age, so we have to translate that, say, male and female. Under, under Quranic law, Females are worth half that of a male, 
and that would put even a, a, a semi-cognizant five-year-old above the mother. Here's another one for you, okay? Shortly after its creation, the ministry imposed new rules restricting women's rights to travel more than 45 miles without related male escorts. And the rule was stepped up to include traveling abroad. Similar rules were imposed, including prohibiting women from access to health care without a related male charge in several health care centers. Uh, man, it's... Let's, let's also remember that their idea of health care yeah. includes genital mutilation for the woman. Right. That is something that uh, that our our female activists in this country do not acknowledge on a, on a vocal level. They never have. And I find an extreme level of cowardice in that, but for a very few voices. This is something that, that the males have inflicted upon the females to turn them into breeding machines rather than people who can experience any kind of pleasure from sex. Again, through the Quranic eye, this is the dignity and the safety that they are giving the women in this culture. It's barbaric. Right. It is barbaric. And if I read this correctly and, and understand, uh, when we first went in, we convinced them to start letting girls attend school. And so Absolutely. now, in your report, they've reversed the course on that too, right? Yes. Beyond sixth grade, it is forbidden. They said that they were going to be able to, uh, uh, you know, and I, I'm going to have to paraphrase the quote, but they said that, oh, no, 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 everything is going to, we're the new and improved, kinder, gentler Taliban. Uh, colleges will be open, high schools will be open, women will hold uh, positions in government, they will be equals in our society. That's what we pledge moving forward. Well, this is, everyone should keep this in mind when we are negotiating with people who are from Islamic republics. Because they never tell the truth unless it benefits Islam, ever. And they do it with impunity because of the tenet of Al-Takiyah. So, yeah, they said that they were going to educate women. They said that colleges would be open to women, that women would have an equal voice in government. But that's through the definition of, of Sharia law and the Koran, which makes them worth, again, half as much as a man. Perfect example. They replaced the the ministry of, of that related to female rights and and creating this equality for women with a with a ministry for vice, and in their definition, vice is you don't have a headscarf on. Now you've insulted Allah. You're going to be punished, right? And that punishment is not just you're going to get a, a jaywalking ticket. That's a hmm. beating. That's incarceration. Oh, yeah. No. In fact, uh, a little bit uh, later on in this report, you talk about when they start throwing the stones. I mean, that is, wow. That's when you want to tell the little children, don't listen to Chuck Wilder's show, okay, because it's unbelievable. You know what I'm thinking whenever I read your report, Frank, about uh, there was a big deal about, uh, yeah, well, you got to let this lady get on, you know, because she was uh, working in the office of ministry or whatever, uh, helping the American soldiers and blah, blah, blah. But see, once Biden said it's over, all of that went back to the whatever it is, the, a million years that they've been doing this. I don't know. Uh, and I think they actually had a committee of women that were uh, almost running like the PTA meeting that's been dissolved. <laughs> PTA meeting, there, yeah. There was advancement 
for the female for 20 years in that country that the international community had a presence there and you know we keep saying biden's withdrawal biden's withdrawal that that his actions precipitated the the withdrawal of every country around the world so the coalition left it's not like the united states pulled out and we left people there to make sure the taliban was going to keep its word we took them at the face value of their word which was the most ridiculous thing that anybody could have done, and you have to believe that they knew this. Mm-hmm. If they if they didn't, they shouldn't be anywhere near the seats of power because they're too stupid. This has been very well chronicled oh, since the years of 9-11. You know, when I had the yeah. New Media Journal, we did battle with Google to make sure that people understood what was going on over there as far as the Islamic culture. To a certain extent, we won that battle. Even though Google shut, you know, pretty much made it impossible for New Media Journal to actually exist anymore, we did win that battle for the right causes in the world, which was, which is the, the emancipation of women from a tyrannical rule and an oppressive rule that oftentimes ended in beatings, scarring, and death for women in the Islamo-fascist culture. Yeah. And, you know, with the new media journal, it, it's amazing that uh, uh, that you've been appearing more frequently on this show. You know, and I keep getting people saying, oh, man, I used to, yeah, I used to write with him in the new media journal, the new media journal. And uh, my little tiny brain saying, oh, yeah, I remember hearing that somewhere. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, but No, we did, uh, we, did, yeah. we did some good work over there. And uh, quite honestly, I think I can say, and I think as Selwyn Duke was on with you, and he said it. I had never yeah. put two and two together with this, but he proclaimed it, and I have to concur. We were probably the first exercise in uh, the cancel culture from from the Silicon Valley overlords. So I, I wear probably, that with a badge yeah. of honor. Yeah, that's you should too. You know, but you know, listener, whenever you, you know you get the speech, you know, from the Taliban, the big the big guy himself saying. Yes, women will be afforded all their rights, whether it's at work or other activities, because women are part of a, the key part of a society, and we're guaranteeing all rights within the limits of Islam. Uh, and mm. they didn't even put a TFN, you know, till further notice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Coming the, up on our key, on, go the, ahead. The key the key words there were within the limits of Islam, and we'll get into that a little bit more too. Oh yeah, <laughs> and we'll get into what is old is new again. Uh, thank you, Mr. Biden. Boy, I'm telling you, it's uh, it's totally unbelievable. Hey, by the way, Frank Savato, if you want to read all of these fantastic uh, articles, you can go to undergroundusa.com. U-N-D-E-R, right? Mm-hmm. Ground, G-R-O-U-N-D. And how do you spell USA? I have no idea, right? Yeah, USA.com. We shall return. American Express, investigated by the U.S. government, caught processing a Soviet-era politician's dirty money, paid hundreds of millions in fines for deceiving customers. Rather than clean up their act, American Express has gone woke. Employees say people are promoted and told to offer lower premiums based on race. Amex administered critical race theory training that told employees capitalism is racist. American Express, serve your customers, not woke politicians. Visit unamericanexpress.com. This message was paid for by Consumers Research, a 501c3 educational advocacy group. To learn more, log on to consumersresearch.org. 
Chuck Wilder with Frank Savato, host of Underground USA podcast. Uh, the website, undergroundusa.com. Frank, uh, do you ever have uh, people that would come up whenever you, you've done reports like this and say, you know, you've got to be, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's no way in the world women are treated that way. Uh, i got to tell you something. I remember years ago seeing a clip of where there was a four-year-old Afghanistan boy who kept beating his mother, and the father was sitting there, and uh, and it was part of the thing, like, you know, you, you have to learn that she doesn't amount to anything. Four-year-old beating up his mother. And the, uh, again, the Silicon Valley overlords have done a very good job of either pushing those types of videos down uh, in the search chain to the point where people usually give up before they find them or they've expunged them because they don't it's not politically correct to point these things out uh, yeah to answer your, your initial question yeah I, I even had somebody after one of my talks back in in the day when I did speaking on this issue when I was when I was unveiling um, the monograph about women in the fundamental fundamentalist Islamic culture someone who had just gotten back from Egypt and said, well, I didn't see that. I didn't see that over there. So what you're saying isn't necessarily true. Well, of course yeah. you're not going to see it when you're staying in the four-star hotels right. and you're going to the tourist destinations. You know, you, you wouldn't be allowed as an American woman without wearing a hijab to go into villages to see even though it does happen in some places in Egypt, Egypt is more of a Western type of country when it comes to the Islamic culture. If she were to have that kind of an attitude in Yemen, in Afghanistan, in Iran, in many parts of Iraq, or Saudi Arabia even, she would be disciplined for her insolence. That's what Islam is. Women are chattel. They are possessions. They, they they don't have the independence we have here in the West. And when we continue to look at at Islam through Western eyes, we miss the entire thing. We have to look at it through through non biased eyes. We're very we're very programmed in the West to believe that that the culture says that everybody is equal. Their culture says no. It says no, you're not equal. A man is worth twice as much. You are a possession if he wants to beat you. There's something called a, called a wife room that a husband can put any number of his wives in because it's legal to – bigamy is legal over there. Multiple marriages are legal over there in that culture. You, if his wife in his eyes is misbehaving, he can put his, his wife in a wife room with no food, no water, locked in a room like a prison cell. He can even go in there and beat her. If he feels like it during the day, yeah, you know, and, until such time that he feels she may have learned her lesson. Yeah, and part of what we're going to get into because uh, I'm going to uh, get into your monograph, women in fundamentalistic Islamic culture, and uh, it's pretty scary. We've got about two minutes before the break, Frank, and I know that uh, that we can't get in all this in in two minutes. I don't think because it's. Uh, so disturbing and so detailed uh but i'd like to like for you to get into this uh this reverend islamic scholar abdul hamid mahama al 
Ghazeli. Boy, I did that great, didn't I? The greatest mm-hmm. Muslim after Muhammad. Uh, the role of a Muslim woman. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, and then I'll interrupt you when it's time for the break, okay? Well, his quote is, is pretty simple and straightforward. Stay at home and, and get on with your sewing. She should not go out often. She must not be well-informed or must she be communicative with neighbors. She should only visit them when absolutely necessary. She should take care of her husband and seek to satisfy him in everything. Her sole worry should be her virtue. She should be clean and ready to satisfy her husband's sexual needs at any moment. That's wow. the purpose of a woman in fundamentalist I, Islam. I, I'm going to tell you, I saw, I saw a clip where a woman was actually hanging clothes outside in the yard. He comes to the gate, and he's ready. He's ready yeah. for her to satisfy him. And it's like, and then she starts beating her, hitting her in the head. I mean, uh, you don't see too much of that because of the media, media, media. No, it's, 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 it's very uncomfortable for them to actually report on those truths. All right. We're going to take a break and get more of this uh, unbelievable things that women have to, to suffer there. Boy. Frank Savato, undergroundusa.com. Be right back. Handcrafted exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere. Hi, I'm CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel, offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere, while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mom's tea. Chuck Wilder with Frank Savato. And uh, discussing uh, one of his latest, the new and inclusive Taliban comes full Sharia law circle after Biden's Afghan withdrawal. And then we get into the litany of transgressions against female humanity at the hand of the fundamentalist Islam, and it's uh, it's countless. Uh, Frank, I'm going to let you run with this, and uh, of course I know I'll jump in here in a minute. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it's disturbing, and this is by no means a total list of of right. the transgressions against female humanity in the Islamic culture, but they are some of the ones that I have found over the years gets people's attention because it's so antithetical to Western culture. Um, and, and it should be noted that when I'm reading these things, there are people uh, in our society who want to equate Islam with the West, they want to say that it's be, we have to respect the culture because um, because it's it's just because it's different doesn't mean it's bad. Well, I'm going to say it's bad. Um, well, I, case I, in point, I, I got to tell you something real quick. You know that <clears throat> the people here in the West that would relate to this, you know, I think about ninety percent of all this stuff is breaking the laws of the United States of America, and I wonder. You know, the newly arrived after Biden's giant exodus, uh, you know, you can't you can't say, well, you get away with it just because that's your religion. Can you? No, you can't. But they have been kind of getting away with honor killings uh, compared to what some other people might get when they do that. 
Well, honor killings is an extreme extreme case, but as I chronicled in the monograph, um, we've seen it happen. It's been documented mm-hmm. even in lo- by local media, not by national media so much, but by local media in outside of Dallas and in California. Uh, it has occurred. Yeah. You know, but uh, it's no, you don't get to say, well, that's my religion says I get to beat my wife. No, that, yeah. that you have to even the Catholic Church understands that you render unto Caesar what is Caesar's, you know, so, so uh, yeah. you, it, it has to be within the laws of the United States. So when we have the newly arrived here, as, as you were talking about, um, the women will experience an, an unprecedented freedom from what they knew in the Islamic culture, and the man will be unprecedentedly aggrieved at, at the what he perceives as his rights being taken away from him. So it's about informing the women that you don't have to put up with that anymore. You don't have to wear a burqa. You don't have to allow someone to hit you. You are, you are, you have the same worth as a man here. Yeah. You well, don't, I, I kind of took you off course you. there, so, yeah. Go ahead and, and give them well, uh, what they had been uh, subjected to, case, yeah. Case in, case in point, and this is not have been, this is ongoing in many places in the Middle East. Right. In, in Islamic republics, especially when you get out of the urban areas, this is almost the standard. The testimony of a woman in a court of law that uses Sharia as their basis for justice recognizes that the testimony of a woman is only half that of a man. Again, there we see the worth is half that of a man. A husband has the right to beat his wife for perceived disobedience or misconduct, and this includes if she doesn't attempt to make herself beautiful for him. If she refuses to meet his sexual demands, if she leaves the house without his permission— you know, or or a legitimate reason, or if she neglects, if he feels he's neglecting her religious duties, which is all of the above, and be subservient to the man, so he can beat her whenever this stuff is perceived to him. Mm-hmm. Girls as young as nine years old, and there have been cases where it has been earlier than that, but nine is usually the year uh, that this commences because of of Muhammad's marriage to his child bride Aisha. Um, girls as young as nine years old are routinely sold into marriage, and it's often to men who are decidedly older, 30s, 40s, 50s. Sometimes you've heard reports of people who are 70 being, you know, because it's all a transaction of money. It's a transaction of property. Uh, women are routinely subjected to uh, to the horror known as honor killings, like you brought up, and, gen- and gen- genital mutilation, which we talked about in the in the first segment. Mm-hmm. These are honor killings come from a stem of of the husband believing that there was a transgression against his honor, his dignity, or or if she was in in some way disobedient to the point where his honor is besmirched, besmirched in his society. So he, had, you know, that's in the, in the harshest of places, they can kill they can kill the women that they quote unquote own. Wow, yeah. you know, and this is something that we talked about before. A, a disrespectful wife can be sequestered into a wife room where mm-hmm. they're confined for undefinable lengths of time, and and can be denied food and water in order to bring the woman into subservience to the man's liking. 
And, and like I said, this is just five points. You, if you take the time to read the Quran and you take the time to read the Hadith, you see just how totalitarian and oppressive the Islamic culture is towards women. To say that our societies are equal and they have to be equally respected, I'm sorry, I disagree. I disagree. When, when you can, you know, we've, we have overcome the malady of slavery in this country. As much as the far left wants to pretend that, that mm-hmm. we still have to pay a price for it, 600,000 people went to war and died. We're the only country on the face of the planet that went to war to erase slavery ever in the history of man. So our debt is paid. We set the precedent for it not being okay. We, we, we were the tip of that spear. Yet in some Islamic countries, slavery still exists, and it exists on a family unit level when you, when you understand that women are treated as possessions, just like slaves. But where, not, where is the, where's the far left in, in our country saying that has to stop? They don't. They never bring it up. Another lopsided Sharia law is whenever a woman gets raped, not by her husband, but by somebody else. Yeah, there's. It, it, this is probably one of the most egregious. Yeah. And in a lot of the urban areas in any nations uh, from the Middle East that do business with the West, this is starting to be curtailed to a great degree. But under Sharia law, if you if you read it and you follow it by by the book, sexual assault or rape can only be proven if the rapist confesses, or if no less than four male witnesses come forward to testify that the rape occurred. Wow. Now, I don't you know I don't care where you are in the world. Seldom, if at any time. Are there four witnesses to somebody committing the crime of rape? It is usually a one-on-one type of thing. So the level, the bar for proving rape is so intense that it, it impossible to prove in the fundamentalist Islamic yeah. culture. And now, then their there's definition. A flip, there's a flip side to this: because the woman will have had sex outside her marriage, yeah. she is now an adulteress. Yes. So coming forward to say I've been raped without being able to have it proven is an ipso facto death penalty for the woman because the penalty for adultery in fundamentalist Islam per Sharia law and per the Quran is death, most often by stoning. And if you want to understand a barbaric practice for issuing a death sentence, stoning has to be it. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, do you have the description in front of you there from your monograph? Of course, you got everything I memorized, you know. I, it is. I, I, yeah. Um, yeah. And this is, in a stoning death, the woman's hands are tied behind her back and her body's placed in a cloth sack. Then when she is securely packaged, she is brought to a hole located in the center of a circle, predetermined in size and buried up to her shoulders. After she's been affixed in the hole, people start chanting Alu Akbar, which means God is great, and they proceed to throw palm-sized stones at her head from a designated distance. These stones are thrown until she dies or until she escapes from the hole and crosses out of the circle. This is barbarian. Yeah. This is barbarian. How do you treat another human being like this? 
And what you just heard is definitely something they would censor in America right oh, now. Yeah. Try to find pictures. Any, I, anybody who's listening who, who doesn't believe that there's censorship about this going on, go on to Google, go on to Bing, search images for w- Muslim women stoning. And see if you could find any picture other than a hole in the ground with a bunch of guys standing around it. There aren't there. The only ones that are shown are the ones from movies that depict this, and they're very few. You have to go 12, 13, 14 pages down into an image search just to see something that, that reflects it. And it's usually blurry and, and from, a, from a Taliban or an al-Qaeda-related website. So, no, the, the, the culture over here wants to erase this because it's too uncomfortable to talk about, because it, it attacks a religion. Well, maybe this, this religion deserves to be attacked. I don't know how they call it a great religion when, when things like this can, can exist under its edicts. I, I don't understand how you could say this is equal to Western culture. Yeah, and when you have people in our government that have been elected and say they support Sharia law, listener, it's sort of like maybe you should, you know, stop and think about that. I mean, you know, is it like, well, I'll, I'll go ahead and give them three, three things I disagree with, you know, and, but then I'll still vote for them. Is that what it is? Is that how you do it? Well, it's, you know, we have been brainwashed to believe if you say, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swear to the Constitution under the Koran. I'm going to put my hand on the Koran instead of the Bible. Right. Uh-huh. Well, the Koran says nothing can exist above it, ever, period, dot. So, so the Bill of Rights, that's, uh, that's subjugated yeah. to the Koran and, and Sharia law, which says I can beat my wife. Wow. You know, I have freedom of speech, but you can't draw a cartoon of Muhammad because that's, that's punishable by death. You know, now there are mm-hmm. people in, in the West who are Muslim, people like Zudi Jasser, people like Wafa Sultan, who is transplanted from the Middle East, who, have, who are outwardly decrying the violence in Islam. And, and they, they've started a movement to expunge, uh, to, to execute a reformation of that religion, to expunge the violence, to expunge the totalitarian ownership of people by gender, and, and I salute them, and I, I, I wish everybody would engage with understanding what they're trying to explain to everybody. But it is a very – the movement is small, and the mainstream media and our government and our culture and especially our far left, they don't aid in the cause of this at all. Percy Ali is another one. These are very brave individuals coming forward. They're, they're all apostates under, under the rules of Islam which means that a devout Muslim should smite them. Just for talking the way they talk about Islam, they, they have a death sentence on their heads because they're apostates. No one can leave Islam without the, the label of apostate, and apostates are supposed to be dealt with in the harshest manner. We can't say this is an equal culture. We can't. And now it's we've sentenced like the a, people like of, a, of a, Afghanistan to this all over again? You know, and and here in America, you, you look at something, you say, what's comparable to this? You know, not even gang warfare, I don't think, is comparable. It's it's just a peck in the 
on the chart, you know, compared to what's going on over there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, different initiations and, it, it, and rules it is, and regulations. It is yeah. night and day. Yeah, and and yeah. as much as I don't want to glorify the criminal and the gang culture in this country, because I think it is a cancer in our society, mm-hmm. there is honor among thieves in the West. I just can't understand anybody who attempts to rationalize the equation of the two cultures when it comes to to human rights. You hear the left spouting off about human rights, but you've got the way women are treated in the Middle East. You've got the the Uyghurs in China, the Fulon Gong in China. You know, it's okay if I get my Nikes for a cheaper price. I won't look at the fact that there's slave labor doing this. It's okay if I'm getting my oil cheaper from the Middle East, so I'm not going. I'm going to turn a blind eye to the fact that women that women are subjugated like chattel over there. You can't have it both ways. If you're for equality, then be for equality. But don't shoot your mouth off to me about equality and then turn a blind eye to the transgressions that are happening to these people around the world. Still, slavery still exists. So why don't you back off with the reparations garbage, because that's what it is. It's demanding a free ticket for something that did not affect you as a, because you weren't a slave. Back off on the reparation stuff and start putting your money where your mouth is to actually free real slaves around the world that exist today. Boy, I tell you, I just don't understand why you just can't come on at least one time and just tell us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> well, Frank you know, Savato, and, and, yeah, we got to take that break. Chuck, I ain't holding back anymore. I know. Good for you, Frank Savato, <laughs> host of the Underground USA podcast uh, and the Captain's America Third Watch. That's uh, twice weekly, syndicated nationally, Salem Genesis Communications, and here is many times as possible undergroundusa.com he calls democracy messy props up the chinese communist party praises xi and his regime known for violent oppression invests in chinese military companies a defector no it's blackrock ceo larry fink the ceo of a major american company who's gone all in on china can he be more anti-american Larry Fink, BlackRock, taking your money, betting on China. Message paid for by Consumers Research, an independent educational 501c3 nonprofit organization. Log on to www.consumerresearch.org to learn more. You say uh, we must acknowledge and come to grips with the fact that everything the Biden administration and the fascist social democrat touches turns into garbage. What do you say? They endanger both the people of the United States and the people they insist on helping. Uh, you kind of wonder what's going to happen to the people uh, in the Ukraine, I guess, right? He's got his well, you, fingers in I, that. The, the very sad thing is they're, they're using it as a pawn on the world stage, and they've used Ukraine. The Bidens especially have used Ukraine to their personal benefit. Um, I'm, you know, as much as I am in the corner to support Ukraine during this uh, this onslaught by Vladimir Putin and 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 what he wants to do there, uh, we do have to admit that Ukraine was a very corrupt government, not the people, the government, very corrupt before this even started. 
Um, that's one of the reasons the Bidens were so entwined over there and how they got so rich off a country that doesn't have a lot of richness to give. So they've got a lot of work to do in the long run to clean up their act once they survive what they're going through, and I do believe they will survive. But that said, they're being used as a pawn on the world stage, and and the G7 leaders are guilt, just as guilty as the Biden administration is of taking to the podiums to express their consternation and slow-walking the most important sanctions. You know, they're still talking about the date that Russian oil will be shut off. <laughs> Biden announced that we weren't going to take Russian oil anymore, and we're banning this and banning that. And we took Russian oil for another almost 60 days. What part of a decision, we're shutting it off, shut it off? So there's a lot of political opportunism here with some puffed shirts that want to talk big but they don't want to take the repercussions of making the hard moves because they're scared about what it's going to do to their reelection chances. And, and yeah. that's the, the ultimate sign of the fact that we keep electing politicians instead of statesmen to government. And that's got to stop. Politicians will say anything to get elected. Statesmen actually govern in the best interest of the people. We have very few statesmen in Washington. Like a first-time uh, elected official once told me that made it all the way into, you know, the, the Senate or whatever, uh, you got elected and said, oh, man, and now I'm going to start doing this and start, no, 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 now you got to start raising money to get reelected. That's your number mm-hmm. one, yeah. Uh, I want to let you close again from the last uh, p- short paragraph here from your monograph. Uh, it'll really kind of settle in with you there listener to be born female uh yeah to be to be born female in the world of radical islam is to be inferior by quranic edict to be born a female into the world of fundamentalist islam it would appear is to understand that a painful death is preferable to life wow fantastic thank you very much frank look forward to our next visit thank you mr wilder All right, undergroundusa.com. Thank you, Swade. Thank you for listening. And uh, God bless the United States of America. Please like the episode on the platform you're listening to us on. Leave a comment if it lets you. And share us with your friends and family. Our influence grows when you share our podcast. And don't forget to sign up for our Substack which comes directly to you, subverting the interference of the Internet gatekeepers and social media censors. This is going to be increasingly important moving forward, given the world's trajectory. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after this. Hey, this is Judson Carroll with the Southern Appalachian Herbs Podcast. One thing Frank always reminds me to mention is that my books and my podcasts are not limited to my region of the Southern Appalachian Mountains. I'm a master herbalist with a working knowledge of hundreds of herbs that are available all around you no matter where you live and keep your family in optimal health. I'm now offering a free newsletter through Substack. Please find me on Substack at Judson Carroll Master Herbalist or JudsonCarroll.com. And I look forward to communicating with you in the future. Thanks.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 